Hi there. Do you know that the way we think affects our stress level? Well, it does. And we're going to talk about that in just a few moments. friends, you're inside of Stress Talk with Marceline Bailey. I'm Marceline, and I believe that there is a better way to manage overwhelming stress. Right now, many working women choose three different paths. First, they may ignore it. Second, they may just look for tips to get a short-term fix of relaxation. And third, they may power or struggle through it. Well, I believe that if we understand the hidden and underlying causes of stress, then we have to manage and prevent overwhelming stress. For the past two months, we've been dealing with meaningfulness, mission, and meaning. And when we talked about that, we were basically talking about the importance of having a mission statement and using that mission statement to make decisions, to filter your thoughts, your feelings through, and as a result, to lower overwhelming stress. We talked about the three components of a clear mission statement, having clarity about your values, knowing what is meaningful for you, understanding the meaningful things that you crave and desire, and focusing on those. We talked about the second, which is vision. Having a vision for your life that goes beyond the material thing into what you would like to experience in your life, what you want to give, as well as what you want to receive. And then the third component of a mission statement is view. Understanding your viewpoint and how that view, that viewpoint impacts all of the things that you do in your life, as well as how you inter interact and react to the environment around you. The bottom line of the last two months has been having clarity. We wanted you to have clarity about who you are and where you want to go because we believe that with clarity, you can again be proactive about stress management and have an understanding causes you to have overwhelming stress. Now, I want to do a little review about stress before we get into our topic for today, which is how a kind of thinking helped me to distress. 
Yes, I had to change what was going on in my head in order to get a handle on the overwhelming stress that I was experiencing. But let's review first. I want to help you to understand that stress is really a physical response to a change or that we or to an unspecified stimulus. This is important because we can experience increased stress without cognitively being aware of it. Our body is really the gauge. Our body experiences stress because when the stress response is initiated, our body goes through changes. Our heart beats faster our blood pressure increases, our digestive system slows down, our muscles tighten, and we are on hyper alert, ready to fight or ready to run, book it, book it, boogity, 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 as fast as you can. So we want to understand that stress is really, when we talk about stress, we're talking about the stress response. And the stress response is initiated based on our what we receive through our five senses, our hearing, our sight, touch, tactile. Um, you know, I always have to go through these. So just give me a second. Sight, sound, sight, sound, eyes and hearing. <laughs> our sight, sound, touch, taste, as well as smell. The stress response is initiated based on that input, the input that we receive from our five senses. As an example, if I were to smell smoke or smell something that appears to be burning, I am going to, especially it's not supposed to be burning or in a place that uh, I would not expect a burning smell, my stress response would initiate and I would be prompted to take action. And see some see smoke and fire um, at a neighbor's house, I would again be my stress response would be initiated and I would be prompted to go to see what's going on to make sure everything was okay in my neighbor's yard. But that's because of my the input. That's because all of a sudden I smelled and I saw smoke and fire and I didn't know where it was coming from. Now, again, the stress response is a causes physical changes in the body. And so although I was smelling and seeing, the response had already started. It had already kicked in. What I was smelling, right? Or what I was seeing. And is the key to understanding stress. We can be stressed without really knowing it cognitively. 
we can experience stress without really being able to say that we're stressed because we don't recognize it. And that's part of what we talk about here on Stress Talk with Marceline. We're talking about the hidden and underlying causes of stress. Because I believe that if we understand how stress works, triggers that cause our individual stress response to kick in, as well as as wow, something happened with my picture. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden it just went blank, um, but I'm back. But if we understand that, then when we use stress relief tips, when we use, we try to relieve our stress with activities, then those activities will be more effective. I think, again, that underlying, knowing the underlying and the hidden causes will help whatever we do to relieve stress to be more effective. Thanks, screen. Ooh, okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Okay, the internet is is acting kind of funky today. So I apologize if you get a blank screen because I'm certainly getting a blank screen every once in a while. It's never happened. Ooh, that's kind of weird. In any case, if you'd like to leave a comment, please make sure you give Facebook permission. I'm using StreamYard and you have to give Facebook permission to post your name and your comment. I can see it. So I just wanted to review a little bit before I got into the um, into our topic today, how a new kind of thinking helped me distress, not distress, but de-stress as in bring it down as, you know, cut it out. So, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's talk about Let's talk about it for just a few minutes. Okay, so I'm going to give you a scenario. And it's something that happens to me a lot. It used to happen to me a lot more before I actually started changing how I was thinking about things. Okay. Let's say that you're sitting at your desk and you're at work and you're working on a report and you are hyper-focused on this report. You are trying to get the wording right. You've been, you've taken 10 minutes to choose the right word and the right sentence structure, and you've plugged it into the right place in the paragraph, and you're happy with where that particular sentence is. But because this report is so important, You want to make sure that all of your eyes lost. So as you're writing this report, you're sitting there and you are, oh man, you're like this. You're hunched over and you're holding your head in your hand and you're just concentrating. You're concentrating on your work. Then 
the phone rings. Yeah, your phone rings. And you look at the caller ID because you have those nice business phones where you can see who's calling you. You look at the caller ID and a particular name pops up. And when that name popped up, you went, <sighs> you probably rolled your eyes. Mm. <sighs> you groaned a little bit. And you probably said, dang, I don't want to talk to that person. But you knew. You You need to take phone and you say, hey, it's uh, Marceline. Uh, what's happening? Or how can I help you? Have you ever had a situation like that happen? Let me, let me kind of talk about some of what went on with me. I would actually encounter people who for you know various reasons i just struggled with i just struggled part of it is my personality a lot well no, i shouldn't say part of it a lot of it has to do with my personality and my personality at work i just believe that when people are um when they have a job they should their job they should know what they're expected to do I also believe that not only should they know what they're expected to do, they should know how what they do complements what other people do. And so this is a mindset that I have and I carry, and it is hard for me to work with people who ask me the same question repeatedly. So given this particular scenario, I know that when I sometimes see certain names that come up on the caller ID at work, I'm like, dog, what do they want now? Or, oh, they're going to ask me that same question. Or they're going to say, I just want to run something by you. Well, they know the answer. So here, because I have those thoughts, it was my stress response to kick in, right? Yeah, it did. It would cause my stress response to kick in. So using this scenario where you're working on a, you're working on a report, you get a call from someone you just don't want to talk to, you just don't want to deal with, it causes the stress response. that in order for me to manage my stress, particularly at work, I had to come to grips and get a handle on how I was thinking. I shared with you that I would look at the caller ID and depending on who called, I would say, I don't wanna to talk to this person. They're going to ask me the same questions. They're, they're just going to take up my time. I had all of these thoughts about a phone call based on the name that was on my caller ID and 
past experiences that cause me to think a certain way. So the value of understanding how our thinking affects our stress level is immeasurable. If we can understand how we think individually and how that affects stress level or initiates the stress response, then we can make changes that will cause our stress levels to go down. Even when we are encountering people or situations that once caused us angst. So let's continue. And I, I want to know, does this sound familiar? Drop me a drop me a comment. Sound familiar to you? Is this similar to something that you have experienced yourself? And it may not be an experience at work. It could be an experience at home. It could be related to a neighbor who um, likes to talk to you when you're in a hurry. <laughs> Somebody who's retired, who doesn't have to be at work at eight o'clock when you're trying to get there and it's already five of eight. Um, it could be related to um, how your lawn person does your lawn, right? There are lots of things that can contribute to the stress response and overwhelming stress. And our thoughts and perceptions about those things cause it cause the stress level to go up. So this is based on what I'm sharing with you is based on um, a cognitive behavioral therapy. And cognitive behavioral therapy, there is a principle that basically says that Events cause us to think, and then the thinking creates a feeling, and as a result, the feeling influences our stress levels, okay? So events lead to thinking, thinking leads to feeling. Now, in cognitive behavioral therapy, and I am a, I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist. Unless you've been through that type of that type of therapy, you may not know the principle. You may not have heard the principle, but I think it is valuable to share it, especially for people who working women who are not at the point where they need a therapeutic intervention. So. When we're talking about therapy and we're in, I have someone in um, therapy with me, I would share with them that yes, an event occurs and that event initiated a thought. And as a result of that thought, you have an emotion. There's an emotion that kicks in and that emotion then leads you to action.
picture has disappeared. I'm sorry, you all. I'm going to get blank pictures. I hope this is recording like it should. Okay, so let me give you let me let me give you a little activity right now. So keep in mind an event occurs that event causes us to think thinking causes us to feel or have an emotion or emotions and those emotions increase our stress level. Okay? So let me give you, let me, let me just, I'm going to do a little activity for you with you right now. And um, if you will, just pop some comments in the comment section in the comment. Just, and even if you're watching the replay, I want you to pop some comments in the comment section to let me know what it was like. Okay. So here, this is the activity. I want you to feel sad. Anybody feeling sad, sad out there? I, I asked you to feel sad. Any sad feelings? You feel sad? Yeah, no? Okay, well, okay. All right, so. Okay, how about that? You feel excited? Drop a comment. You feel excited. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Let's go to another one. Feel frustrated. There you go. I want you to feel frustrated right now. Any feeling? Anybody feeling frustrated? Yeah. Okay. This is the thing. Be, I asked you to feel sad first. I asked you to feel excited. And then I asked you to feel frustrated. We are, we cannot have a spontaneous feeling without some, uh, something that incites that feeling. Now, if I asked you to, if I asked you to think about something that makes you sad, then, then that you would feel sad probably by thinking of something that made you sad. Think of something that was exciting, like going on a roller coaster or going to Greece and Italy, hanging out with Stanley Tucci, enjoying the uh, Italian cuisine. Um, that would be exciting and it would make you feel excited. If I were to say, okay, think about something that frustrates you. You could think about something that was frustrating and you would feel frustrated. We do not and cannot spontaneously cause ourselves to feel an emotion without some form of stimulus. This is significant especially when it comes to stress, because we have automatic thoughts that cause us to experience an emotion and that mo emotion increases our stress levels. 
Let's go back to the scenario of writing a report and getting a phone call from someone we didn't want to talk to. The phone rang. We saw the name on the caller ID. We thought, I don't want to talk to that person. That person... Uh, And we say, dog, I was in the middle of writing my report. I was disturbed. So those thoughts kicked in and caused the stress response to initiate. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, you had an emotion about, oh, I don't want to talk to a person. I feel, ugh. It was the thought that caused the feeling, which then caused the stress response. Now let's say that you get flowers. I love getting flowers. When my husband brings me a bouquet of flowers, I love it. I have a thought. He loves me. He cares about me. He's thinking about me. He wanted to do something nice for me. These thoughts make me feel happy, right? Does it bring up my stress level? Uh, probably a little bit because again, stress is a physical response. So a little bit, but it doesn't cause me the angst and it is not overwhelming, right? So we want to have an understanding about, about thoughts and how our thoughts contribute overwhelming stress. So this is what we're going to do this week and what I'm going to ask you to do. We want to become aware of our thoughts. We also want to, as we become more aware of our thoughts, I believe it's going to help us to better manage our emotions. And as a result, it's going to allow our stress levels to be in line appropriately whatever is occurring at the moment. So I have an assignment for you and I really want you to give me a lot of feedback about how this is going for you for the week, how this works. Okay, so for this week, I'd like for you to use mindfulness, concepts around mindfulness to help you to become more aware of your thoughts. You're going to be curious. Curiosity is a key component of mindfulness. Noticing is also a key component of mindfulness. And this is what we're, how we're going to use curiosity and awareness. Whenever you have an emotion that you feel, it's, it's overwhelming or it's very noticeable. Whenever you have an emotion that is very noticeable, whether it is a, an emotion that makes you feel good or an emotion that makes you feel not so good, I want you to ask yourself 
several questions. The first question, ask yourself, what triggered the emotion I am feeling? The next question you're going to ask is, what did I think before I felt this emotion? What did I think before I felt this emotion? The third question you're going to ask yourself is, what caused me to think those things? What caused me to think those things? Now the cause can, I got a phone call. <laughs> this person always gives me extra work or this person keeps me on the phone asking the same questions, okay? The fourth question is, what could I have done instead? So you have four questions that I'd like for you to ask yourself when you feel an emotion that is very prominent. Again, I'll go over the questions again. What triggered the emotion I am feeling? What did I what caused me to think those emotions, or I'm sorry, what caused me to think those things, and what could I have done instead? So that's a little activity that I'd like for you to do over the week, and drop those comments in the comment section. I will answer, I'll respond. I'm really curious to see how this works for you. Again, over the next couple, over the next two months, we're going to talk about thinking and how thinking influences our stress levels and what we can do to de-stress. I'm having real talk, stress talk conversations to help working women like you to transition from burnout to balance. I am trying to help you to notice the hidden and the unnoticed causes of stress and help you to create a personalized stress management routine that fits you and fits your lifestyle. I'm Marcelin Bailey. I'm glad you've joined me today. We'll talk soon. And as always, take good care.